Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you would, please welcome to the ice the members of the 2016 NCAA National Champions from the University of North Dakota. Let's take care of business. Welcome back to the Hasbens, presented by 10K Takes, brought to you always by the Chill Boys. And you can go on www.chillboys.com, and listeners, you can type in HB15 to get 15% off your first order from the Chill Boys. Get your underwear, socks, made out of bamboo. Well, let's get into a weekend recap here, brought to you by Beauty Status. And folks, Beauty Status is an authentic Minnesota hockey brand. Just, you know, original stuff, t-shirts, head covers, stickers for the man cave, flags, polos. They've got it all. Good Minnesota hockey stuff for all the fans out there. Go and check out Beauty Status um, on all socials. Their website is www.beautystatushky.com. Ols, what'd you get up to on the weekend, man? Yeah, pretty uh, laid back weekend. Had a wedding on Friday, so I took that Friday off and went up to Brainerd, Minnesota. Uh, nice little establishment up there. Had some bevies and uh, took a quick U-turn back to the cities. Saw some houses on Saturday and then did some wedding planning stuff on Sunday. So super chill. Uh, not a whole lot going on, but uh, trying to trying to get ahead of the uh, the schedule on the the wedding stuff. Sounds like fun stuff. Uh, can't say I'm jealous, but uh, good for you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mace, what did you get up to on the weekend? Uh, luckily, I got a little better and went out to New York. So that's pretty sweet. Stayed right in the middle of Times Square. Uh, walked like 28 miles in three days, 29 miles. So saw a lot of shit and it was a fun weekend. Yeah. How was that Mace? Like, did you, you know, going into the weekend, do you have like, you know, plans or like, you know, you're, you're doing this, you're doing that. It's kind of like a, I feel like that's kind of a girl thing to do. You know, you go on a trip and then you, you kind of have an itinerary, like, okay, we got brunch here. We're going shopping here. And then we're getting coffee here. I'm going to mm-hmm. take pictures here. Um, which can be nice, but uh, it's just a little hard to set up, and usually guys don't take the time. So, you know, what what was that looking like for you, Mace? Do you guys have any plans? You just free you just free dog it and just fucking yeah. sorry raw yeah. dog it without the condom on and just fucking go to town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we <laughs> I literally had a plane ticket, a hotel reservation, and that was about it. I kind of just went out there and kind of figured it out as I went. It was uh it was really fun. We had a like dinner reservations one night and that was about it fuck yeah that's the best yeah just make your own just make plans as you go like oh that place looks kind of sick might as well (laughs) Tried like (laughs) probably eight different like street pizza places they're all fire i mean Uh, i wouldn't say it was like unreal pizza but it, it was pretty good while you're drunk but what was your what was the highlight of that trip then you know i just I think all the sites just, it was a giant, it was a city bigger than I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I flew in, I looked to the right and I saw like kind of downtown Manhattan. I looked to my left and it just kept going. Like, oh yeah, it was incredible. It was huge. Did you see the Madison Square Garden? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Right when I, uh, 
right when I came in, the train station was right below. So yeah, yeah that 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 ice is butter out there. <laughs> one and zero, one and zero, one and zero in the garden. Not one and zero in the garden. I'll say, not bad. <laughs> Izzy, what'd you uh, what'd you get up to this weekend? Oh, I actually. Have you ever heard of uh, like an escape room? Yeah. yeah. So, kind of like an escape room, but it was a murder mystery in the woods. Oh, oh. was that sweet? It was actually. It sounded like kind of what Gage says, like it's a girlfriend type thing that plans that. But I actually ended up planning that with the girlfriend and a couple of friends. And we had a blast. <laughs> did you, so did you solve the murder? Like, I'm, I'm assuming you guys get kind of clues and then you, you got to solve whoever's the murderer. You know, did, yeah, you, so did there, you solve it? Yeah. So there was nine people scattered throughout these trails in the woods and you had to go interview them. And then everyone gathered around after about two hours and they kind of the head of it asked like, so who, who thinks they know who, you know, solved the case. And actually, you know, our friend, Tony Bridgman, who was there, there was a hundred people there and he was the only guy to solve it. No part of my group. Yeah. That does not surprise me at all with him. Bridge Mancini. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it was, uh, I can't say I took any part in solving it, but (laughs) I was on the team that won. So that's all I care about. Moral support team, team game. Love that. Quick, quick story. Izzy, um, Tony and Brady and I went to a boxing match back in the couple months ago or whatever in Hinkley and, uh, ended up staying up pretty late at the uh, blackjack table. But uh, yeah, just side note, sidebar on that story. I know. How was the run? Are we not going to talk about the felt? Like, were you guys pet men or how was it? I I went, you know, all four of us went back up to the room. I think Izzy and Tony and Brady were down. I was up 500. And we're in the, we're back in the room and we're like, all right, that's it. And Brady's like, I don't know. I don't uh, get these up. Op- I don't get these opportunities very often. So I think I'm heading back down. I'm like, eh, I think I'm heading back down with you and uh, <laughs> fucking lost it all. <laughs> lost it all. <laughs> Stupid. The casino. Yeah. Still a great, great time. Great, great establishment. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's interesting. I've never done one of those escape rooms or anything like that. It sounds to me like it's uh I don't know if uh, Mace and Izzy, if you guys have ever played the game Mafia, it just sounds like a professional Mafia game. Um, if do you guys know what that is, what that is at all, Izzy? Oh, yeah. or? I've actually never played it. No idea. We used to play it uh, on the road at North Dakota. It's like you hand out cards, and whoever gets the aces is Mafia, so they're the bad guys. And then no one knows what card you have, and there's a sheriff, there's a doctor. And then there's a narrator mm-hmm. and they're like, the narrator's like, all right, everyone go to sleep. Everyone puts their eyes down and then mafia, mafia, wake up. So the mafia guys, you know, look up and they're like, all right, who do you want to kill? And they point to someone. And, you know, when you're mafia, you're trying to kill the sheriff because he can interview guys. And then you're also trying to kill the doctor because he can keep people alive. Mm. Um, it's a, it's a hell of a game though. It's, it's, it's fun. 
it's fun when you're playing with a bunch of fucking assholes and some, <laughs> some good liars. So it's like, I don't know who to believe here. It, it always comes down to somebody just fucking reaming somebody else out. You fucking cocksucker. I'm the fucking sheriff. No, I'm the fucking sheriff. And I interviewed him. He's clean. <laughs> oh, so um, everyone else is lying, pretending that there's something else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I'll move on to my weekend. Um, I wasn't, I, I did end up, I asked Oles if he wanted to go golfing. I did end up going golfing on uh, Saturday. But Friday, I did go to the St. Thomas um, National Development Team game because my old my old trainer and equipment manager are still there. So I went to see them. They brought me on the bench um, during warm-ups and all this. And, you know, I'm watching these fucking 17-year-olds skate around against a D1 school, and they were just gross. Like, I was watching – and, and I didn't know, you know, nothing against women's hockey, but my girlfriend's been playing women's hockey, so I'm used to watching women's a little bit more. So I don't know if it was, you know, because I had been watching women's hockey or if it was because they were that good, but I was like, I left and I was like, those guys are disgusting. <laughs> and after that game, they were like 7-0 and against D1 teams, and they go and play Bethel the next day, and they lose their first college loss, D3. They beat Notre Dame, Michigan State, St. Thomas, like all these D1 schools, and then lose to Bethel. So that just shows, you know, how fucking close it is out there. But uh, And then after that, I uh, I went golfing on Saturday out in Woodbury. Got Chisler to come with me and uh, played with my brother and Big Eddie Eads. Um, it was fun, but, uh, again, I've got new irons, and uh, I don't have the yardage. So you didn't win. <laughs> So you didn't win. Oh, I fucking lost again. I played shit, dude. I was terrible. Yeah. Fucking lost again. Whatever. That's all right. <laughs> um, is there yeah, some that record my... that is there some record I should know about? Because it sounds like this, you know, you've lost again. It seems like this might happen a lot. Well, G- Gage, last... just, Gage just talks this huge fucking game about his golf game and all this shit, and then he goes out there. I've only I played with him one time. I waxed his ass. And then he goes out and he plays with his brother and these other buddies and he loses again. And then he just makes up these excuses about how his irons are bad and he doesn't know his yardages on his irons. <laughs> no, but I'm not, I'm not an excuse guy. Okay. Izzy, and you know that, you know, fucking excuse to like assholes. And I said it last episode, you know, we all have them. They all stink. Um, I'm not an excuse guy, but uh, you know, new irons, whatever. <laughs> yeah. not an excuse. Not an excuse. <laughs> Not an excuse, but new irons. Just I just want people to know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I guess we didn't we didn't really talk about future weekend plans, but that'll kind of bring us into the next part of the show here. Our predictions. Um, are any of you guys planning on going to the big matchup in uh, Minneapolis in in Dinky Town this weekend? I'm t- yeah, I'm trying to find my cheapest way there, but I'll, I'll be there for sure. Izzy. You're not making her back for that, are you? It's so sad. It's so <laughs> sad. I will not be there, but I know I'm going to get some updates from you, and they'll probably be in my favor, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I also forgot, folks, uh, for the listeners, I'm sorry. I am bad at this at announcing our guests because I already feel like I know them, which I do, and, and that I forget you guys don't know who the hell's talking. 
Um, our guest this week, uh, one of my good friends here, Christian Isaacson, former Minnesota Gopher. That's why we. Uh, that's why I wanted to have him on this week, just to uh, talk the rivalry there, just you know, set us up for the weekend. But uh, yeah, Christian Isaacson, St. Thomas Academy private school guy, gopher. You guys can make your assumption on who he is as a person, kind of. Um, I won't say anything, but that's just his path. And <laughs> But it is funny, though. You are from Pine City, which is kind of a nail gun town. So you're not like fully a city's, you know, private school kind of dweeb like that. But, um, but... Thanks. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, to get past that note, um, I will be going to the game as well. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be sitting in a suite on Friday. I will be going Saturday as well, obviously. Uh, this is a big weekend for myself and, you know, obviously all the Sioux and Gopher fans. This is what we live for. This is why I wanted to play college hockey. They took it away from me when I actually got to college, which is kind of fucked up. We won't even go there yet, but uh, no, great stuff. Let's make our predictions now. Um Mace, do we want to? Oh, do we want to go over uh, how we did on the last on last week's predictions to see I, our winners? I think we. I think we just pop up a graphic like we did last year. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. So this week, this weekend, we're going first one. Izzy, you're going to predict. Izzy, you're going to predict the overall series. So split, sweep, mm-hmm. either way. Let's. Uh, Let's add one more into there to make it interesting. Maybe a tiebreaker. Um, overall goals, you know, goals for each team on the weekend. So if you, if North Dakota puts up five and then four the next night, you would say, uh, I think they're going to score nine. Minnesota's going to score two. Okay. Um, just for a hypothetical there, I'm not actually saying that. But okay. um, does anyone want to start us off with their prediction of this of this matchup here? Yeah. I can go. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. For Oles, you want to do it? Oh, fire away. Okay, well, so we're starting off Minnesota versus North Dakota. Is yeah. that what we're starting off with? Yeah. Okay. I did I was I was looking, I was doing a little research. Um, let's see here. I got my computers up. I had Minnesota right now is three and one, first series versus Lindenwood, won two games. I'm not sure who Linden one is, but <laughs> it's two wins in the book. And then played number five Mankato, won and lost. They're now number two in the national rankings. We got North Dakota now, who is, I think, they're ranked number seven. Let's see here. What do they come off of? Holy Cross and Quinnipiac. So, honestly, this is going to be a tough prediction, but I do have Minnesota winning the first game. I like it. And I have uh, – I was looking up some stats. This Jimmy Snuggerud, gopher player freshman, four goals in four games. So he's got my season best in four games. <laughs> so I got him scoring two goals Friday night, and they're going to win three to one. Okay. Okay. I think game two, it's going to be a tie – Two to two, and then they're going to go into a shootout, and then I have Minnesota winning. Wow, okay. I like that. He's got the win and tie. Okay, yeah. He's got the one zero and one for the goals. All right, I love yeah, it. there Wolf. it is. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a hell of a call. I love those tie calls. Okay. So, so Izzy's got five and uh, three. Five for Minnesota, three for Gophers. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll jot that down. All steer kind of horny at it. Let's hear your prediction. Yeah. I think uh, I think the Gophers jump on them. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go after uh, North Dakota's weekend. I think, Nor- I think North Dakota wins Friday night. And then gets fat and happy on Saturday, and then the ghosts come out and put up like a sixer on them. So I'm going to go four-two uh, North Dakota Friday, and then a six-two Gophers lashing on Saturday, and I'm going to go with the split. Wow. Okay, I like that. Um, I'm going to go something. I hate to follow rules, but I do think you know. If this game was at the Ralph, it'd be a little different for me. But going into the Mariucci or whatever the fuck they call it now, the th- Mariucci at 3M or 3M at Mariucci, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um, that's a tough rink to play in with, with the Olympic size sheet. And, the, you know, you got the goal song M I N N E S O T A. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. That's. That's tough to play in. So, I think he uh, went to the wrong school. Dude, <laughs> he has an absolute Woody over that chant. It's like the thirty seventh time he's brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Great chat. I think it's it is you know North Dakota's a high scoring team. I think this year. Also, it looks like they got to figure some stuff out on the defensive side. I'm going five four win Friday for North Dakota, and then I'm going to go a five two loss. On Saturday, okay. Uh, so that'll go nine to nine to seven, and then overall towards favoring Minnesota. All right, I like it. I feel like we're, you know, we're just giving them a split. North Dakota versus the Gophers. I feel like we got to go two zero there. So Mace, I mean, what are you going to do here? But you're a diehard Gopher fan too, growing up. So. Yeah, I got uh, I got tickets to both games too, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be cheering loud, but I'm gonna be decked out in all suit gear. So Ooh. love that. Uh, I'm going to split series as well. Kind of seems what it happens in the past, and I think UND is gonna get three one on Friday, and then Gophers win four three on Saturday. All right. All got right. The boys, got the boys outscoring Minnesota. I like that. Yeah. You know, I can't believe you guys think that all three of you guys are thinking that North Dakota wins on a Friday night. That's, <laughs> I, I don't know how this is happening, but. And like, I, yeah, no, keep going because I, I want to rebuttal here. Yeah. Where, 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 where were you going to go with that? Well, what I was going to say is if if Minnesota scores the first goal Friday night and you hear over 10,000 people chanting like Gage just did, it's kind of it's hard to come back in that place. I don't know. I'm not saying it's not possible, but you guys were all three of you guys Friday night wins. I think I think that's going to. Yeah, he make he makes a good point because, you know, like I was thinking from the North Dakota side, like all the boys are like. We got to win Saturday, like Saturday, a lot on the line, you know, party after. And the Minnesota guys probably worried about Friday. And then Saturday are like, well, we're going to sleep anyways and probably doing some homework Sunday. So like, 
there's no really point in winning Saturday. So, yeah, that's actually – he brings something up that's uh, quite interesting. But I feel like this this will be the biggest crowd Minnesota's played in front of, Ooh. especially with their new conference and, you know, a lot of the empty <laughs> seats that they see in those matchups at Mariucci at 3M nowadays. It's 3M Arena at Mariucci, like, so well, – no, that's a good point, like, though. I like those. I like those uh, predictions there. Let's move on to the next one here. Mankato versus Saint Cloud. Does anyone want to start us off? Is this in Mankato or in Saint Cloud? Anybody have an answer? It is at Saint Cloud. At Saint Cloud. So it's on the big. On the big sheet, I'm going. Uh, I'll go first. I'm going uh, split again. I, I think that St. Cloud grabs one on their big sheet. Uh, Mankato probably loses Friday after a big weekend and then wins Saturday in St. Cloud. How okay. can they do a split though? What's oh, this might be one of those. No, no, it's all. I just looked. It's all at Mankato because I thought that might have been the case too. All at Mankato or at St. Cloud? Sorry, at St. Cloud. It's all at St. Cloud. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I think a split. My guess is a Friday win for St. Cloud and a Saturday win for Mankato, but a split overall. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree with the split, but I'm gonna go. Um, Mankato win Friday, St. Cloud win Saturday. I do think Mankato's going to outplay the shit out of them Saturday, and just St. Cloud's just going to somehow squeak one out just because they're husky. You know, <laughs> they're just husky women over there, and they're just, they're, they're, they, they get going on Saturdays. So, Mace, you want to go? Sure. Um, I think it's going to be a win. For Mankato on Friday, and then Saturday, St. Cloud's going to switch it up, and they're going to get a tie. Okay. I knew it. There it is. I love it. one and one one and one Those are such – those are so ballsy because it has to hit, you know, like – Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Whatever. I love it. All right. I got – I got St. Cloud sweeping Mankato and just knocking them off second second overall in the rankings. Bold. I absolutely love that bold call. Oh, that's incredible. That'd be something to see. I might have to, depending on what happens Saturday night at 3M at Mariucci, <laughs> um, I might have to fucking, if that happens, I might be driving down to the Herb Brooks Center and t- trying to find myself downtown St. Paul or St. Cloud with those with those fellas. Little Harry Buffalo. Little Harry Buffalo action. Little uh, little Solquest, you know. Little 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 Grand Forks mojo there. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one here. Wisconsin at Duluth for the weekend. You go first. I'm going uh, – this is hilarious to me because there ain't no way Wisconsin should win a game against Duluth, but I'm going split. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think 
this is a tough scenario for for the dogs to find themselves in because you know you've got a you've got a Wisconsin team who's I you know they started off pretty shitty at the start. They're trying to find a win. I don't think they're the better team, but I think they squeak one out. And it looks like Duluth is having some troubles. Um, I don't know what they are, but I think they squeak one out one and one. Wow, that is so bold, Mace. What do you got? Um, I think I'm going Duluth wins and they have a tie. Wow, a one on one again. Mm-hmm. Mace is going to hit here. Mace is going to hit. Oh, yeah. Fly out to Vegas and bet the Sunday spreads. Should we, should we make the uh, the series? If you guess the series right, if you guess if you have a tie in there, you get two points instead of one or something. I th- I think that should be an addition. That's fair. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, I can I, go. I got uh, I got Duluth sweep. They're two and two. They're not doing too hot. They need to they need to prove it, and they're they're probably going to do it in front of their fans. It doesn't look like. Wisconsin is uh, too hot, and I think they're just going to get their throat stepped on. Yeah, Badgers are done. I second that. Duluth sweep by a fucking gazillion. (laughs) Wisco lost to Lakehead. They lost to Lakehead. (laughs) Nothing against the Lakehead guys out there. I mean, I predicted that upset, but my God, you can't lose that game 3-2 on your home court. You can't do it. Badgies, Badgies are done. It's over. Fold it up. Wisconsin's terrible. Duluth by a million. How about the Badgers? How about the Badgers breakaway <laughs> attempt? Oh my god! I haven't seen this. Is there a way to pull this up, or is this something go, I got to do? Go look this? on. Go look on the Hasbins Twitter account. We we tweeted it out. Um, Veach tweeted it out for us. That's just fucking hilarious. It was a two on zero. It was a two on zero. It was a two on zero, and he. The, the Wisconsin guy basically dumps it into the corner. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't a skilled guy by any means, but I mean, come on. You can't, and I feel, I you know, I hope the kid doesn't listen to this. Obviously, yeah. you know, you're going to do great guy. Just forget about it. But it was miserable. Oh, look at this. We're loading it up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Oh, he, he would have scored there hey, too. You think so? Yeah, he might. Yeah, he probably would. The goalie was cheating. He was gonna yeah. do a little short side snapper, like yeah. Gage Osmus from the point. Did <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so many times. Fuck death taxes. Ozzo from the point. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> um, all right. Did we all go there? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. we did. Let's uh, move on to the next one. CC versus Arizona State University. Mace, fire away. All right, I'm going CC sweeps. And this CC one – no, 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 Mace, I'm sorry I didn't CC tell you. It's at, it's at ASU at the brand-new rink. So. And is it their first home game? No, they played last weekend, but that place okay. is juiced. How did they do last weekend? I think they split with Colgate. Um, yeah, split with Colgate. 
So May said a CC sweep. Yeah, he's got CC sweep. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. You're up next. What do you got? Am I up? Yeah. Well, one of my good friends, Archie Skullbeck, is a a former Colorado College Tiger. And just because of him, and I don't like CC, (laughs) uh, I got to say those hot tubs and those girls down at ASU are going to spark the boys to an absolute sweep, 2-0, against CC. Wow. <laughs> wow. Suck it, Arch. I love <laughs> you know, I, I bet Arch will give it – he might give this one a listen because you're on. And I know, I, Arch is a great guy, by the way. Fuck yeah, him. I hope he hears Unbelievable, that. Unbelievable guy, but that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> um, now, before Ols goes, um, I'm going to say it first. I will be predicting a split. Um, but I am predicting a CC win on Friday – Ain't no fucking way ASU's losing Saturday at home with that crowd. With no. with the party on the line, no chance. <laughs> Split, but an ASU Saturday win. All right, you went on a turn. So I'll go uh, 1-0-1 in <laughs> ASU's favor. So everybody has something different here. They're going to tie Friday, and uh, ASU's going to win on Saturday, and then it's going to be an absolute – F shack for the boys down in ASU. Oh God! Imagine that party. Oh, I would lose it. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't oh. know if you guys have seen this, but Tempe, Arizona, home of the the Devils, is Mullet Arena. Yeah. How do you, how do you so lose Mullet? So how do you lose there. Yeah. They they have, they have a better attendance than the than the Yotes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Travis Boyd. It's pretty funny to think. Yeah, shout out to Nikki Schmaltz, fucking stick, getting paid so I don't feel Both too bad for you. Yeah, they're having a Doing time. Well. Man. Yeah, I don't feel bad. For, I don't feel bad for him one bit. Not Zero. even a fucking sliver. They're playing hockey to golf. Yeah, <laughs> 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 something better. That's what. You, that's why you do it. You yeah. know you. All right. Well, those are the predictions. We'll see how they pan out. Um, if you want to see our last week's predictions, hop on our Twitter page. We will have a graphic of what our records are. Um, we would bring them up, but we don't really remember what we said. So we are skipping it. And moving on to the fun stuff brought to you by Butter Golf. Now let's get into our first one. As always, the nail gun of the week. Does anyone want to start us off? Um, do you want me to go first? What do you guys think? Can you quickly, for all the new listeners and me being my first time on the show, explain what Nail Gun of the Week is? Yeah, so Izzy, Nail Gun of the Week is just, you know, whatever you saw, if you were hanging out with someone that, you know, and our term is nails, you know, oh, that was nails, means you're like, that was cool, that was tough. Um, You know, you you call the fighters, the enforcers in the league, oh, that fucking guy's nails, I'm not touching them. Um, and then it kind of slowly transitioned into, you know, all these fighters are really cool guys and they're nails. So maybe nails just means cool. So 
at that point, it's just anything cool you saw out of someone or something like to give you a reference, you know, in the past, I have had a golden retriever as the nail gun of the week. Um, I've had plenty of humans as the nail gun of the week. Some, I think some organizations as the nail gun of the week. So it can be anything. Um, anything you saw that was cool or tough, but uh, yeah, lead, also- us off, lead us off here, Gage, so you can get kind of an idea. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to start us off um, just thinking I didn't want to do this because the guy is absolutely not nails. I don't think, but um, my nail gun of the week is Kirk cousins, man. Five and one heading into bye week. He hops on the jet from Miami, Florida. He's a nerd. I get it. Whatever. I don't care. Hops on the jet from Miami, Florida. And he's got all these chains on from all the boys. And, and you know, like, he's putting these chains on thinking, like, he's such a nerd. He's like, oh, oh cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got all these chains on. The fucking guy's five and one. Uh, Nailed on the week right there for sure. Um, well done, Kirky. Fucking I, keep it up, man. We're excited. I, I would like, to, once we're done with this, I'd like to pause. Is everybody here a Vikings fan? Are we all Vikings fans? I, I yeah I'd like I'd like a uh, I'd like a five minute discussion because I have a hot take that the Vikings are terrible the worst five and one team ever. Um, I don't think that's hot at all. Their games suck to watch. Like you can literally tell they suck, but they're just winning the game. Who who, who have we beat? We beat Green, Green Bay. Is that the best team we beat? And Green Bay two, sucks. And they're two rookie wide receivers in their first game in the NFL. Yeah. The Vikings are that this is what they're doing. They're building us up. God, their record looks great. Five and one. I'm betting the house on the Buffalo Bills spread when we play them week 10. I think that they're going to legitimately poop on us and the Vikings confidence will be absolutely destroyed. And it's not that it's super sweet. It's tough to win in the NFL. Vikings are five and one. We're the worst five and one team in the history of the NFL, and that's my hot take of the day. I'm not going to disagree. I think just just the eye test. You know, you do the eye test. The Vikings look like they stink. Like there is no <laughs> part of me when I'm watching their games that thinks like it's a good football team. Like never. I've never been watching. I know this isn't a Vikings podcast, but yeah, I fucking love the Vikings and the, I, I watch all their games and it's like, I haven't seen a single ounce of this is a good football team. And I was actually saying that last year too, when they sucked, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like they're actually good. They're just losing games this year. It's like the exact opposite. They suck. I don't know how they just won because the other team sucks worse. That's all. <laughs> No, I, I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate you saying that. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. I, I, bring, I bring that shit up and I get burnt at the cross. And all my group, it's not the fact that I'm not a Vikings fan. I love the Vikings. I watch every single game, every single one. I root for them. They win, but they're not good. I just wanted yeah. to get that point across. Yeah. And then, uh, okay, we'll move on with, I you know, Izzy, everyone else comes with one nail gun. I always come with two to three to four nail guns of the week because I was, I'm just surfing Twitter and writing these down. But I did want to shout out again, my nail gun of the week for 
for this one is going to be my EQ manager and athletic trainer from Ann Arbor. These guys have been OGs at the program, working there the whole time. And Jaybird, Snake, Jason Hodges, Jake Vissers, unbelievable guys. They'll go down as legends. They've they've been with so many players um, for so many years through NTDP, and they keep coming back. And you know what? You know why I'm giving them nail gun because. As people grow up, you know, you get a little more mature. You're not as annoying to be around. Well, they've been around a national development team, a bunch of these, you know, fucking 20 to 22, 16 and 17-year-old hockey players um, that are told, like, hey, man, you guys are some of the best in the country. Come here and play. And they're around these guys. Like, do you know what that – I mean, these guys, all these guys that are playing at the program, they're absolute douchebags. I mean, we are complete douchebags and pricks, and we're cocky, and it's awesome at the time when you're playing there. But these guys have been fucking grown-ups dealing with these guys the whole time. They're still there. They're still putting in the time, still fucking putting forth the effort. They're my goddamn nail, nail guns of the week as well, probably more than Kirky. But uh, I did have to shout Kirky out, so. Okay. Izzy, you go. You got one in mind? Um, I do have a nail gun of the week. It's going to be a shout-out to my buddy Colton Warner. Boxer. Guy is That's grown. a real nail gun. <laughs> That's a real nail gun. <laughs> oh, my God. Gage has been to a couple of his fights. He's got another fight coming up here December 3rd, I think, in the Twin Cities. He's about 6'4", 255 pounds, heavyweight. Boxed with uh, Tyson Fury at his fight camp for Wilder 3. The guy is an absolute galvanized stainless steel (laughs) nail. Yes! That's a perfect shout out. Yeah, that's the perfect. Izzy picked up real quick there. That's a that's a hell of a call. Yeah, and, that's my and, and I, like, I like that call. And, and I'd like to also shout out his brother Hunter, also a galvanized steel nail. Yes, those guys are psychos. Uh, where where does that guy fight? I kind of want to go see that. He sounds just like a meat, and he's going to beat the piss out of somebody. Yeah. Um, the ones I sorry, guys, yo, the one the, the matches I went to, they went no longer than like forty seconds before he just <laughs> buried the guy. Yeah, no, it's it's when you're coming up, it's tough to find competitive opponents because the guys that are kind of good, if they know that they're going to lose a fight, they won't take a fight because then yeah. your career's done. So he's kind of in the stage of building up that record, and then. I think this opponent that he's going to fight, though, from our conversations, is going to be a really good fight. Definitely his hardest contender, and yeah, it's going to be like I said, December third, and it's in it's in Minneapolis. So his other ones that me and Gage went to were up north at the old Grand Hinkley Casino. <laughs> this is this one's going to be, I think, a lot better. So, That's sweet. That's sweet. Gage, we might have to go over there and see what's going on. Book your tickets. We're going. <laughs> we'll post. A, we'll post a link. We'll post a link at the end or on the Twitter. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That sounds good. Great choice. Um, I'm going to keep it simple here. I'm going with uh, Reeves. I'm absolutely just teabagging uh, Felino um, at our home opener. Uh, Felino is an absolute psycho, and Revo just absolutely deuced on him. So he's my nail gun of the week. That that was scary for that was scary to watch. I was just like, Felino is so nails, and then Revo just kind of look makes him look like a rag doll. It was like that yeah. is just fucked up. Like that that guy has to be so strong. <laughs> it's insane. Damn. All right, for uh, my nail gun this week, uh, I'm going to give it to one of my uh, fraternity brothers from UND, Sam Lynch. Uh, He lives out in Maryland now, and on Friday when I flew out to New York, he drove three and a half hours just to Bull for the day, so got to give a shout-out to him. He didn't get home until, like, four in the morning, so. Respect that. That's a good friend. It's a good friend. Yeah. Fucking right. Whatever it takes to be a nail gun, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. there's plenty of different ways to get there, plenty of different ways to skin a cat, plenty of different ways to get to be a nail gun, so. And, I mean, that's New York City driving, too. Like, that's <laughs> that's not a fun drive you want to make. Yeah. The worst drive. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Brutal. Okay, well, I like those. Well done, guys. Um, let's move on to the next one here. A little bit of a hypothetical for everyone. So you think about the Masters tournament um, in PGA, and then it's a major of golf. What uh, if you were to play in it? How many yards out from the hole, maximum, would you need to start to win the Masters? So you know, obviously, for the non-golfers, it's going to be. I mean, you might even pick ten feet from the pin. With these greens, these greens are like putting on cement. I mean, I think if I, I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys think about it. You know, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say yet, but it's a tough one. And are are you saying? I just want to clarify the question here. Are you saying like from wherever I tee off? Yes, where you tee off at this, you're one shot to the pin. I'm one shot to the pin, and we're saying that we need to. You be- can. You we can pick like yeah. 15 under in. Yep. Yep. 15, 18 under. Okay. Well, 10 feet is three yards, just so you're aware, Gage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I'll start us off. I think that I have a legitimate chance to win if I start at the farthest um, point of the green. Yeah. Oh, so you think. Like also, you don't even so also you don't even feel comfortable starting like thirty yards off the green, or like a hundred yards. No, nope. Because if I yeah. if I if I shank a chip or whatever, I'm just mentally screwed. Um, I think that I'd have to be on the very edge of the green, especially with those greens. I mean, I'm I'm putting on goat tracks, you know, like putting on pure hundred percent. At, a, at Augusta, it's going to take me probably four strokes to get in the hole on average. That's even par. So oh, I have to yeah. do less than that on 15 holes. I think that I could do that. That's my it's, guess. It's so funny to think about, like, how hard would it be to three-wiggle even? 
on some of these greens from like the furthest point. Th- It'd be so hard. Think think if you say a, a hundred yards out on every hole, you'll still shoot over par at Augusta. Oh yeah, I think you'll shoot over to twenty over par. I mean, you, it's the putting green that you're like gonna you're gonna be yeah. fucked up. So, so I think if I have a chance, I'm putting from the furthest point of the pin on the green. I'm starting. That's my first stroke, and I think I could win the Masters. That's so funny to think about. <laughs> yeah, who's next? I mean, I, ch- I challenge yeah. you guys to hit it from fifty I mean, yards. Yeah, up. no, I was I wasn't even gonna go that far. Else, I was gonna say forty feet for me. Forty feet on the putting green. <laughs> I think I can, I think I can three wiggle my way to a championship. You because you, you know you're on the par fives. You're you're eagling if you three wiggle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, but then on the par threes, that's where you gotta. That's where you gotta make your hay. Is the par yeah. threes? Yeah, I, I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose option D here and say that there's no chance I would win. But unless <laughs> they made all the holes like those soccer ball holes, right. I'm yeah. still going. Like I'll say, I'll just do 20 yards, but I need a soccer ball hole. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but Izzy, you could say like there's nothing wrong with saying I would need to be four feet away to win the Masters. Yeah, I mean, I could say that, but then it's just not even that fun. So I'm just going with realistically. I mean, I yeah, but that's that's hilarious. If people are like, this guy fucking needs to be four feet away to win the Masters, what a fucking loser! All right, I'll, I'll do putter lane. <laughs> Putter length. Okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can two put all that shit. That's great. Yeah, there you go. I'm about the same as that too. I mean, my short game's awful, so I'm not making anything outside of ten feet. <laughs> Real, realistically, Gage, what would you shoot at Augusta if you're playing from the tips? Realistically, yeah. I mean, I think you know. Okay, well, well let's just say. Wind's low, nice weather out. Yeah, I'm not hungover. I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm dialed in. Probably, I, I don't even fucking know, man. I think like 150. Yeah, I was gonna say 100. I bet you I'd, I'd shoot 120 at Augusta. Yeah, like it's, I don't know. It'd be tough. Probably not 150. I mean, that's a little ridiculous because I'd get some drops and just eventually get closer to the hole. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just crazy to think how good those guys are at golf. I, I just, I don't yeah. understand it. It's nuts. They're so good. I was a, a volunteer this summer at the John Deere Classic. Yeah. I sat about 125 into a pin where, they were driving consistently to that spot. So I watched them hit from about one thirty into this pin all day. And I was just like, this is insane. <laughs> they, don't like, miss. they don't miss no. the furthest guy from there is probably 20 feet from the pin and he's pissed. I'd be yeah. like, all right, birdie. Oh, yeah. like- <laughs> I, I saw it. I saw Rory, uh, Rory was leading the tour on, on 150 yards in guess also guess what he was i might have shared a stat with you guess what rory was 
putting on average, how many feet he was putting from when he'd have a shot 150 yards and in throughout the entire season? I'm going to guess like eight feet. Eight, eight, eight feet, nine inches. Yeah. You realize how ridiculous that is? 150 is a full fucking pitching wedge. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a seven iron for me. Yeah, I was say, that's a nice nine for me. The guy's probably got a 52 degree out. That guy's a psycho. It's just nuts. Well, um, okay, that's enough. That's enough golf here. Let's get into our next topic. Pretty good one here. You know, given the week we're on, Mount Rushmore of North Dakota players and I do want to switch this up a little bit. Just give it a little asterisk beside it or just some terms. It's it's going to be guys you liked watching on the ice, not your favorite players personality-wise off the ice type thing. Because yeah. if we did that, my list would be a lot different. Okay. So just guys you enjoyed watching on the ice, your Mount Rushmore and – just so we don't have some of the same guys, let's do a snake draft. Okay. And we're going 16 players. What do you mean? So, so each one of us is yep. going to have four? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Who wants to start? I can let's go let, first. Yeah, let's let Izzy start since he's – Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back a few years. I'm going to say Matt Green. Nice. Great choice. God damn it. Fantastic number one overall choice. That was my fucking number one Ovi. No. Yes. You can't claim that now. (laughs) Now that he says, Gage Gage always does that. When I say something first, he's like, oh, I was going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) That was going to be me, man. Come on. (laughs) All right. right, right. I'll go. I'll go next here. Um, my number two slot, it only makes sense. Well, it's my number one pick, but it's number two, number two overall. It only makes sense. He wore number two at North Dakota, Andrew McWilliam. Nice what line. a goddamn mm-hmm. fucking beast on the ice at North Dakota. All time legend off the ice. Just he's up there, man. He's up there for one of the best two player ever. Yeah. I like that. Good choice. Really good one too. punch Mace. Go ahead. I want the double. Right. I'm going uh, for an, my first one. I'm going Besser, Burnsville boy. Grew up in Egan, so pretty close to there. I like that. That's a good uh, pick. Oh, 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 nope. I, I go two in a row. Oh, okay. Yeah. I hope I don't steal yours now, though, because you had this all thought out. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go uh, Fratton. Matt Fratton. Yeah. Guy's an absolute nut job. Plays very physical. Love that shit. Um, and then number two, I got to go my boy, Nikki Schmalls, eight. That guy was uh, very oh. good for me when we played together. So I'm going okay. I'm going Fratton, Nikki Schmaltz. Mm. Mace, back to you. Back to me. Uh, I'm going Parisi. Nice. Uh, Minnesota Wild Boy. Pretty sure he was a Minnesota boy overall, so got to go with him. Second best 11 to ever play there. Yeah. (laughs) Who was the first? Um, There he is. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking rights. 
<laughs> All right, um, so I don't like I don't love being mainstream, but uh my two pick is going to be TJ Oshie. I used to fucking love watching that guy in high school. Um and I always remembered, you know, something that always stuck with me when I was younger, for whatever reason, was um so Kerry Eads came to town, he was coaching Warren and I remember he told one of our coaches or, or my dad something. He's like, hey, you got to watch this T.J. Oshie kid. Um, I'll give you 100 bucks if you see him get knocked to the ice by a hit or anything. And I remember I always, since that day, I always watched. Every time I watched, you know, World or back in the day and then UND and even into his pro days, I always watched to see if someone can knock him off his skates when they hit him. And to this day, I don't know if I've ever watched a game where he's been knocked off his skates by a hit or anything. He's just so fucking nails and solid, and he's the just reverse. an electric. He's an electric guy, just yeah. all time. So I, I gotta go with him for my two pick. I like that. Him and Peter Forsberg have like the best reverses I think you could ever, you know. Oh, just- oh yeah. Just just tree trunk legs. You're not fucking knocking me over, bud. All right, now I'm up. Yeah, back to back. Ooh, that's going to be tough. Um, Let's see here. I got my second overall pick is going to be, I think it's Ryan Duncan. Oh, yeah. That's Duncan. That's your your choice. That yeah, was my third. Again, that was that was my guy. That's literally going to be my third. Yeah, I I know you guys. I'm going all old school here, which because that was when I was a kid. Yeah, these were the guys yeah. that I watched. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be another steal. You guys are going to be sad about, but then my my third overall pick is going to be, uh, Genoway. Nice, good choice. Jason, What's his first name? Che. Che Genoa, yeah. That guy was nasty. Yeah, he was elite. Great, great picks. You've got three solids right now. Yeah, he's got some solid picks. Um, my third pick, it's I was gonna I was gonna go with uh what what did Izzy say before Genoway there? Um I'm sorry I'm blanking. But uh, my yeah, third you were, pick, you were gonna pick them, so you should remember that. Should <laughs> no, I was thinking so much about my next pick. My third pick now is gonna be Evan Trump. Um, nice. Trupper, Trupper played on that Fratten, that Fratten line, and just fucking used to skate through the. He skated through the neutral zone with the, with the puck on his stick. The guy was electric, man. Ryan Duncan, obviously. Um. But yeah, another guy like Ryan Duncan, kind of Evan Trump, an electric fucking college hockey player. He's mm-hmm. a guy you, he's a guy you know you you were going to the game and you're like, I can't wait to watch this fucking guy. He's he's gonna do something crazy. I like it, Mace. All right, with my third pick, uh, I'm gonna go Shane Gershich. Because uh, my freshman and sophomore year, he was just lighting it up at UND and going to home games is just electric to watch. So, yeah, I got to pick him. Love that. That was my liney. Not a big deal. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for my third. I'm going Danny 
the kid crystal guy could bury from anywhere just very very solid got to give the guy a shout out uh so I'm, I'm going crystal with my third and then my fourth brock nelson it's the best four i win let's move on to the other uh stuff. <laughs> no no chance we all you know what we all have good fucking lists going right now i actually can't pick between I went, I went all four forwards. I should have gone at least one D-man, but Mace, who you got for your fourth? Uh, for my fourth, I got to go Zach Driscoll. Uh, I went to ECU. He went to ECU, so we don't really get a lot of good hockey players coming out of there, so it's cool seeing him go to a I like that. actually plays. A little sentimental value to that one. All right, Mace, I see you. Good choice. Good choice. Though. Yeah, I like it. I like it. My last – my last, but uh, not least important, obviously, and I, uh, I got uh, I got the pleasure of watching this guy in person for three years, Drake Kajula. The guy, the guy would have a highlight real goal every night, and he had the ability to absolutely blow people up and just kill them. Um, just an all-time electric college hockey player. Sellies and all, just everything you want. If you could drop, like – if there is an NCAA college hockey game and you could drop your my player, it would be Drake Kajula. You'd be running guys over and just dangling guys and sniping. It's just an electric fucking player. But you respect it. Deadly also, cut. also an all-time just nail gun too. So, <laughs> shout out catch. All right, so I got my fourth. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I got two in mind, but I know this is going to wrap up my team and I want to make sure it's right. But <laughs> if I had to pick one last one, I think it's going to be Gage Osmus. Yeah. I put him on that team. Had to. You need, a little, you need a little meat meat and potato out there. I love you that. You and Green would be a deadly combo on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Lefty righty package. 20 and two on the back end. <laughs> Jeez, that's a good combo. Well, thanks, Izzy. I appreciate it. Um, I think if you were watching, actually, uh, you probably wouldn't have picked that one, but can, can I do an We'll honor? take it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fire. Because this one just came up in my head, but I think I've been, I picked a lot of past guys. I want to bring a little bit closer besides Gage, but. Derek Forbert. Oh, yeah. One of my buddies in high school. Played with him. Good player, solid dude. I would take him on my team. Love that. Love that. You guys got an elite stick. One of the best stay-at-home guys in the nation. You see how many many pucks he ate last playoffs? (laughs) Yeah. insane. I was making fun of him this summer when I saw him. I'm like, Forks, Jesus Christ, how many? I saw you like just so pissed like you just blocked like 30 pucks in one playoff series he's like yeah fuck it sucked <laughs> just eating them <laughs> he tucked last night i think or two nights ago or something really yeah, he's nasty yeah I love all right it. all right Good choices fellas great great choices let's move on to the next one just as fun uh your mount rushmore of gopher hockey players Izzy, Izzy, 
I, I, I did want to switch the, the lineup up, Ulse, but I want Izzy to go first here. He can have his first yeah. choice. I like it. You want me to go? All right. I think I think my all-time favorite hockey player to watch from Minnesota was Thomas Vanek. Nice. Yeah. I think that's got to be, like, pretty obvious choice, but – Guy came in as a freshman and was like thirty goals. He was Dude, he was a god. That guy. I heard, was... he had, I heard he had thirty tucks off the ice in like the first forty days. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but those are the rumors when you enter. The no, University it's that's that's confirmed. That's fully true. <laughs> and it might be double. Who knows. <laughs> That's an elite stat. I love that. Are we just going – just go gauge. We'll go same order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, all right. Well, this one – I actually had to play against one time, but uh, – and he he was a guest on a show. Uh, Justin Kluse. Yeah. He was uh, – he, he was, you know, like – not that, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to – favorites here um i know he's i know he's a friend and i know he was you know on the show but he had an unbelievable go for career you know he, he went there four years was a captain uh, fucking put up points every year he was electric i love his game i love his attitude just everything everything about him i had i had to choose him with my number one overall pick all right uh with my number one overall pick uh, not only was he fun to watch, but I'm going to Rem Pitlick. Uh, his grandma lived down the street from me growing up. Uh, so me and him would play street hockey. So I kind of taught him all he knows. So I love that. <laughs> love that, Mace. Um, my first one, Kyle Oposo. Guy was nasty. Absolutely what? disgusting. Was, wasn't he one and done, like, real quick? Just Dude. fucking – Nasty out of here. Of season. Yeah. He he was he was disgusting. He came up to Duluth. He was, was like, so guy. good. Yeah. He's he's my numero uno. And then I've gotta give as much as I hate this shout out, I gotta shout out Kyle Rao. Uh played against him growing up in high school. Um he was always just kind of that guy. I got it. I got to give it to him. I'll go Kyle Rao with my two spot. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um, Going back to me. Yep. Um, my number two, I'm going to take Blake Wheeler. Uh, yeah, he's he, absolutely nasty at the Gophers, and he really got me into hockey, so got to pick him. Respect. Yeah. My number two is – Going to be, I'm debating who I want to choose number two here. Why? Because you think you, you think Izzy's going to steal one from you, or do you your own rankings? My own rankings inside my own head. Okay. Uh, I want to make the right choice here. Um, number two, you know, I was going to go with Hudson Fashing because, you know, he was he's a great Gopher hockey player. Lived with him, one of my best friends growing up um, in Ann Arbor. 
I'm not, I, I can't, I'm just going to throw him an honorable mention just because when he was going to school, I wasn't really watching at all. I was, I was playing myself. So, and we didn't really play each other at all. So, um, I'm going to go with Aaron Ness from oh, Rozo. Nice. So Aaron Ness, I, I used to watch him when I was growing up in East Grand Forks. He's obviously from Rozo. He's playing East Grand Forks in high school all the time. And we always, I'd always go to the games and, you know, everyone talked about Aaron Ness. Like, Hey, you got to watch this guy. He's unbelievable. And everyone thought he was going to UND just because he's from up North and, and like, Oh, he's going to go to UND. Well, commits to the Gulfs. And I remember I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's nuts. Like, how's he going to the Gophers? Like, how is he not going to North Dakota? Like what's going on? Um, when he goes to the Gophers and he was, he was just an electric player. He's still a good player today. Um, you know, up and down in the American league, but he was just something else to watch. So I got to go with Aaron Ness. Good choice. Good, great choice. Izzy with the back-to-back here. All right. So third overall electric player to watch is going to be Phil Kessel. Yeah. Philly cheese. Got to throw. I knew he was, if he was going to make it all the way to me, I would have happily taken him. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, that guy in so many ways brings entertainment on the ice. <laughs> and if you guys ever watch HBO 24-7, some very funny clips with, uh, what was the coach's name, Randy? Randy. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> oh, classic. So I'm at, so that's three for me. By the way, two out of the three, number 26. I was number 26. That's odd. We're not going to make any weird connections there. But I definitely, I will say this, the number went way down after I took it. <laughs> so funny story, you guys. It goes from 26 Thomas Vanek to 26 Jay Barabal to 26 Christian Isaacson. <laughs> sad with a sad tone at the end. Because... You know, I I did not live up to that at all, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> all right, last pick though. I get one more, right? You've you've got you've got two more. Yeah, but, this but is your third pick. Comes all the way back. This, this is your this third, is your third pick. Oh, that was my that was my second. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm gonna go a newer guy. So great to watch. Excited to see what he does this year. But Ben Myers. Nice. He he tucked against the uh the wild. The he other did. Day. He did. Did he? Yeah. There you go. I didn't even know that. But that guy seeing him come in as a freshman and then became like assistant captain as a sophomore, captain as a junior, and then signs with the Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. And then makes the roster. Then yeah. makes the opening night roster. That's pretty, na- scores, pretty nasty. Scores on his hometown. Yeah. Minnesota Wild. Let's get him up there. I think it's – we'll see how the future pans out, but right now he's he's going up there. I like it. Well done. Yep. For my uh, – so, Izzy, for my third pick, Izzy kind of took my thunder – Izzy Christian Isaacson was always going to be my third pick. Um, 
just a, you know, gritty player coming out of Pine City, you know, plays private school. I know he's feeling a little out of the comfort zone there and just like, you know, these guys are kind of prissy, whatever. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, I, I know he gets to Minnesota and he starts playing and he's playing on some pretty damn good teams in Minnesota. I mean, he's fucking, you know, puts up 20 points in his sophomore year and then, you know, they got, they got a pretty good team and, um, He's so just, you know, northern points. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> had a good college career and and just just a fun guy to watch and and just uh, he's kind of got a northern mentality um, versus the Twin Cities metro mentality. He's got one of those northern mentalities that happen to play for the Gulfs, which is what I think anchors that team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of Twin Cities personalities on the Gophers team, but then it's the, you know, it's the guys from Grand Rapids and up North Rosa, wherever they may be, Pine City, that kind of keep that team on the ground. They're the, they're the foundation of the team. So Christian Isaacson, um, one of my favorite Gopher players of all time. Oh, I like it. Thank you. Appreciate like it. it. Third head on the Mount Rushmore. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, got follow up. Uh, so for my third pick, uh, I'm going Jordan Leopold, uh, another great guy Ooh. who's nasty that I love watching growing up. So kind of throw him on the list. I like that. Well done. Uh, since I didn't pick any D man last time, uh, I'm going double D here. Uh, Nate Schmidt, fantastic good, guy. Off good the choice. Re- really just a down to earth human, nasty hockey player. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got him on my back end, and then I got to give another shout-out, as much as I hate it, to another Eden Prairie Eagle, but Nick Sealer, that guy is an absolute nail gun. Uh, yeah. Great great guy. We always went head-to-head uh, back in our matchups, but uh, he is a really good dude and a, and a great hockey player, so I'm yeah. going to go with him in there. Yeah, good choice. Good choices, yeah. Mace, you got your four ball? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so for my fourth one... Uh, I'm going to go Dusty Schmea. Uh He was a goalie back in around uh, early 2000s. Uh, one of my classmates growing up was his cousin, so I met him a few times. Great guy. and The few times he was between the pipes, he was pretty good. I, I, lo- I love Mace's s- sentimental value he brings to this. this <laughs> I do. I'm I love fan. it. I love I'm it. Fan, so I've never really met like any of these guys, so the few times, like it's pretty cool. I love it. That's it sweet. is. It is. That's part of it. And, you know, sometimes I will see on Twitter, like I've, I'm on this Facebook group all about Sioux and it's like thousands and thousands of people on the suit like forum. And one of the girls, <laughs> like there's posts all the time on there and, you know, they all get so many likes, like a thousand likes or something. Some girl goes on there and she posts like, yeah, like, Let's all say our favorite Sioux player of all time. Mine is Gage Auspice. And it got like 20 likes. <laughs> no so like I like looked at it and like kind of found out like it was because like she had kind of like met me one time or like knew me. So it's it's it is cool to hear those those like stories because like <laughs> no chance I'm someone's ever, like favorite player other than like running into them somewhere or like doing some crazy thing to where like, Oh yeah. Like that's memorable. <laughs> like, it was just so funny. <laughs> um, 
That was good. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna have to go with my last pick. Um, and I do have a few honorable honorable mentions. I like a lot of the Gophers players. My last one's gonna be uh, Nick Letty. Nice. He was just just an just an unbelievable player, and everyone knew like skates. Dude, when he's skating, when you watch him skate, and then for the listeners, if you guys watch, where, where's Led's at right now? Is he still in St. Louis? I think he's in St. Uh, Louis. But anyways, you watch, a, yes. you watch, you watch those games. I mean, he is. He looks like he's fucking slicing through butter out there. Like yeah. he's his stride is just. He's not even like breathing hard after a shift. He's just like I didn't even have to work at all. Like I didn't even skate. It was just it was so normal. But uh. I always, I always envied that of him, and uh, I'll have to go with Nick Letty. But then I did want to do a uh, honorable mention to Colin Munson. Um, <laughs> fourth, you know, was was a, was a guest on the show. He's kind of a fourth, third liner on Minnesota. Comes out of Edina. You'd think he'd be a huge, you know, cake eater, like, oh, this fucking Edina guy. Like, yeah, you've had it easy, eh? Like, oh, yeah, you've ever had a tough butt? But uh, – He's a grinder. He's a blue collar guy, and and I do have to shout him out. So that's also a good that's also a good nail gun of the week, right there. Yeah, yeah. just every but every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last pick. I think I'm going to go with a guy that I played with, just because his skill level is just stupid. Uh, and I'm gonna go with Mike Riley. Nice. Watching that guy in college hockey, he he was like a Carlson of college hockey type. You know, the fake slap passes, just spinoramas. Yeah, it was just so fun to play with that guy. He was he was fun to watch. <laughs> he was nuts out there. Well, great, great, great Mount Rushmore's of uh, players there. I'm excited to see the graphics of who we all chose and kind of we have a, like a Twitter poll of who had the best Mount Rushmore of each team. That'll be fun. Um, but let's let's get quickly into Izzy's hockey career and, you know, why he's on the show and why he's a has-been um, and how he made it to the Gophers. So – Obviously, Christian, you're you're from Pine City, Minnesota, which is, you know, for the listeners, I do believe it's what what 40, 40 minutes outside of the metro, kind of thirty minutes outside of the metro. It's about it's a just over an hour, so it's it's halfway between St. Paul and Duluth. Oh, okay, okay. Is that it's not further than Hinkley, is it? It's it's ten. 10, five minutes south of Hinkley. Okay, okay. That makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, you come from Pine City, and to skip over, I mean, I guess, you know, were you playing hockey when you grew up? And then, so I'll skip forward a little bit just to speed this up. You end up at St. Thomas Academy, so, you you know, you're playing really good high school hockey, like very elite high school hockey, and you're coming from Pine City. How does that transpire like how do you get there yeah so um going up to as a kid playing in pine city until about sixth grade i never even played like the highest team we ever had was b2 
And then I ended up playing for a triple A hockey club called the Wisconsin Fire. Oh, yeah. And so I ended up sixth, seventh, and eighth grade play for the Wisconsin Fire. And then uh, my mom always wanted me and my brother to go to a, a, a Catholic high school in the Twin Cities. And it just so happened, like, one of my one of my teammates on the fire, Justin Crandall, his older brother, Aaron, went to St. Thomas. And then it ended up, like, five of us went to St. Thomas as freshmen because they that year had, I think, won the state championship. They had Anders Lee, uh, Jordan Schrader, just a bunch of guys that it was like, oh, that's cool. We're going there. And so it just ended up somehow getting accepted academically don't know how (laughs) but uh (laughs) that's where they just turn an eye a little bit they're just like oh yeah come on in we'll take you is he here to play hockey is he here to play hockey oh yeah he's got a good he's got a good report card yeah for sure yeah (laughs) good character guy um but yeah and then honestly i went there freshman year not knowing if i would even like make the varsity team. I was planning if I didn't, I would have just played JV and then made varsity as a freshman. And then kind of just from there built upon that. And that was kind of the start of it in high school. So Izzy, you were obviously very advanced um, when you were younger. Like if you're playing varsity hockey as a freshman, you, you skipped a year of Bantams and you just went straight into it. Is that so you were you were pretty good. I mean, I guess he's playing for the Wisconsin Fire. So I, I guess this is something I didn't know about your your youth because, um, I mean, I think most of the listeners know how how like crazy it is to play varsity hockey as a freshman. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't do it. Ols, did you do? It? I don't think Ols did it. No, that's a that's pretty. You got to be. You must have had you know hair on the nuts at uh, you know seventh grade. In the uh, gym, you know, your pre- your friends are probably asking you in seventh grade in gym, like Jesus, Izzy, like fuck, what do you have hair on your nuts? Jesus, <laughs> what's going on? Like, yeah. guy had to have been so fucking mature at the time. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I think um, at that point I was still, you know, very passionate, and it, and I didn't, uh, not that I wasn't ever after that, but then, you know, I still hadn't really moved into my days of drinking alcohol and stuff like that. So it was up and up at that point. What was the, <laughs> yeah. what was the, was there like a little bit of a culture shock coming from Pine city and then the Wisconsin fire, then you hop right into St. Thomas Academy. Like what was the schooling? Like what was the, cause in, at Duluth East where, you know, I played or whatever it's from yeah. what I know is a normal, like high school experience. Like what was it like at St. Thomas? Yeah. Um, I actually, I thought St. Thomas was like one of the the funnest times in my life because if you guys don't know, if anyone doesn't know, it's a, it's an all male military school. So if you can imagine you and all the boys in one classroom, and basically like the teachers are at your beck and call because at any moment we can all just gang up and like stir commotion yeah. and just being like rowdy 24 7 that's exactly what every day was like 
so i mean i i had a good time there and then it didn't hurt that there was a uh, an all-girls school across the street yeah you, you yeah, find was yourself that visit, visit visitation yeah yep exactly you, you find yourselves walking wandering over to the other side a little bit <laughs> checking out the <laughs> yeah <scene. laughs> there was a there was some wandering throughout my years but uh probably don't need to get into that fair enough <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh that is nice you know everyone it's always funny to think of St. Thomas, you know, when they're at the state tournament and their whole their whole student section is just the boys. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, you know, kind of making some gay jokes, you know. Like, oh, you know yeah. How's it going to school? Oh, boys. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like high school kids yeah. are doing it, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like what you don't realize on the back end is like, you guys have an all-girls school right across, and it's basically like going to the same. It's basically like going to the same school. You still like you still know girls from other high schools. It's not like you're yeah. like stuck on some planet with all guys and just hanging out like just exactly. in the jail, just in the jail yard, like only guys. Like what can we do? <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's definitely not quite uh, not that bad for sure. Yeah. <laughs> glad to yeah but you guys um, so you guys are always you guys were always elite in high school like when you think of st thomas academy like even when we played you guys in high school you guys were fucking always good like they won state it? yeah i mean they they did like a hundred times and yeah. so it was like that was the same coach there throughout the whole time there um, was it just the players you guys were getting? Like, what was what brought such success to St. Thomas? Yeah, I, so before, I think, 2006, the St. Thomas Academy hockey program didn't really exist. Like, they weren't good and never – I mean, they had some random guys throughout the time that went D1. So I'm not going to discredit any of them because there were still some good guys that came out of there, but – it changed in 2006 when Tom Vanelli, who is an ex gopher hockey player as well, and then his his brother Greg Vanelli, they took over the the coaching at St. Thomas, and immediately in that 2006 year, like I said, I think uh, Anders Lee, Jordan Schrader, two guys playing hockey, high school hockey as eighth graders, and then they won the state championship. Had some other guys that were good hockey players too, but just thinking about those two guys alone in their careers, and they were like crazy yeah. good when they were young. And it kind of just bred this culture, and then those coaches from there it just attracted kind of guys to come, good coaching, success. So kind of turned around in that, I think, that 2006. That's pretty cool to hear, actually, because I, I had no idea. Um, and I can't even re remember the, the birth of St. Thomas Academy, but I just, yeah, obviously you remember those years in single A and I think Izzy, you won a state championship, right? Yeah. So my, uh, sophomore year won a state championship, got third place freshman year and, um, let's see here. And then, yeah, unfortunately, we'll after that, there, was, there was some big upsets that 
I can bring up because I'm ashamed of it, but I actually am. Uh, my junior senior year, we lost both times, section final, to Matamidi, and <laughs> it was the worst feeling ever. Outshot them, I think, like fifty to fifteen both times. Oh no! Could not put it away, and both years, I had to shake my buddy Ben Marshall's hand. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> ended up being my roommate at Minnesota for four years, but it was tough. It wasn't uh, it wasn't ideal, that's for sure. So when when did you kind of um was it when you were at St. Thomas where you're like, all right, you know, I could see myself doing this for a long period of time? Like when did that thought come into your head like, all right, I can I can play hockey, I, you know, I'm pretty decent at it. Like when did things start to get rolling for you? I see you went to Sioux Falls after like was it when you were drafted there or was it a camp or what kind of, you know, sparked your interest to play for a long time? Yeah. So it was, so after, it was kind of my sophomore year where I think I had like, I don't know, in the fifties of points had like five, somewhat over five points in the state tournament. Uh, we won. And then like, you know, going to the select fifteens, I did the, the Ivan Alinka. I went there as a USA on the 17 team. Um, so kind of just from that sophomore year, just started to gain attention. And then, you know, that was when you're like, all right, I gotta, I gotta put some time and effort into this. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, it's a pretty cool moment when you, when you realize like, ah, shit, I'm kind of good at this game. Like, <laughs> I could I could keep playing maybe like it's like this is pretty cool like I'm gonna try hard now you know like um but yeah I mean you're at you're at St. Thomas and you're there for four years I mean what you know I want to go back I want to circle back to your state championship when like you know how nuts is that and we've had guys in the past who have won you know some state championships but like I think a guy from, coming from Pine City who you know comes to a comes to a school in the Twin Cities and wins a state championship. Like, what happens after that? Like, how pumped do you like? What does that mean to you? Yeah, I, I mean to be honest, it was all kind of like a whirlwind in in terms of like came from a small town, Pine City, about three thousand people. You know, had a grew up with a a single mom with three kids from the age of 18 and, um, you know, just kind of living, living life. I mean, you never would have thought that you would end up there, but you would somehow make it work. Um, so Izzy, Izzy, who are your, what type of siblings do you have? Brothers, sisters? I have an older sister and a younger brother. They they play sports at all, or you were you kind of the first one who you know tried to get to D one and 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 make it? Yeah, my sister didn't play any sports. It was kind of me, and then <clears throat> my brother played soccer in high school. Was a good player, but ended up not playing after high school. So kind of just it's kind of random to be honest. <laughs> no, like it's not like I came you... from. A- where dad was, you know, this crazy yeah. guy or, you know, some superstar. So it's a little bit random, I'd say. 
So, Izzy, did you, like, growing up, um, also, I've talked about this a little bit, but, like, growing up, did you kind of, like, idolize college hockey players and college hockey? Like, were you following a certain team and, like, fuck, like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is where I want to get to. Or was it not like that? Like, Minnesota just ended up, they called and you're like, yeah, you're in Minnesota, that'd be sick. Yeah, so I'm going to give you – I'm going to give you two answers because the first one's really funny in the <laughs> fact that I, from Pine City, we were called the Pine City Dragons, had the exact same colors as North Dakota. So I actually, growing up, was a North Dakota fan. And that's where, yeah. like, the Matt Green and, like, those old guys, because yeah. I was in probably, like, I don't know, third grade, and I went to a game, and I was like, holy shit. These guys are there, Curry, yeah. Parisi, like all those kind of like I don't even know 2002 time or something. But uh, and then it slowly changed, and it's funny. I have a picture going to a, a skate with the Gophers. You know how they do like a little thing, and I got a picture with Thomas Vanek, and so oh, yeah. oddly enough, ended up going there and wearing the same number. So that was kind of a, a cool moment when you when you look back. Did yeah. did you so when you, when you got to the Gulf? So I'll just jump ahead quick. Uh, did you pick twenty six or were you given twenty six? It was. It happened to be available, and I asked for it. Okay. So it ended up just kind of working out that way. <laughs> so, so Izzy, like, when you get so from St. Thomas. You go to Sioux Falls, and then are you graduated at that point, like kind of playing juniors, and then you're like, you know, like the next year after you're going to play at Minnesota, or like what was the timeline there? Did you have to play an extra year? Because your senior year, like, oh, Minnesota didn't see enough. What, what was that like? Yeah, so I committed actually to Minnesota my junior year of, of high school, and then it was kind of – you know, there was never really like a, hey, you're coming in now or this or that. And then I, I mean, I, I think it was way beneficial for me to go play juniors. And honestly, I probably could have played another year. It would have helped me even more. But, um, yeah, it just so worked out that I went to Sioux Falls, had like a pretty good year, and then, um, you know, brought me in. So it wasn't really like super planned out, I guess but I knew I wanted to go there at that point. Who who are some of the guys that went into school with you? Who was part of your freshman class? Yeah. So my freshman class would have been uh, myself, Travis Boyd, Kyle Rao, Ben Marshall, Sam Warning, Seth Ambrose. And then we had a guy, Blake Thompson, but he ended up leaving after our freshman year. Yeah. So kind of like fucking, a, what a class though. Styled, <laughs> class. Styled. Kind of a gritty <laughs> class compared to a lot of the other ones, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. But it, I love that guy. I love hearing all those names. I was like, that's a fucking hell of a class. Yeah, we didn't like obviously Rao was a, a big superstar, like probably had 40 points every year, if not more. But 
you know, past that. And then Boyder slowly kind of moved up into a, a really, you know, all-star player. The other guys were too, but we were kind of like that just like a lot of guys that were probably that 82 overall, but played like a little bit of a, you know, a total game. Yeah. Like yeah. I think about the, the St. Louis Blues like five years ago, a bunch of just 82 overalls, but they played like yeah. a two-way game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that description. That's great. It is. That's true. And then right? you had me who was maybe like a 76 overall, but. Izzy, <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you, you bring That's up question. just just from what you were talking about, um, going with Travis Boyd. Now, like, was he always like, I, I know Boyd, is, is he in Arizona right now? Yeah. Yeah. Were you like, were you buddies with him the whole time or like good buddies or just, just classmates and Ralph, no. like were you guys all like pretty tight or like, was it like, uh, you're kind of buddies with your classmates? No, honestly, our class was very, uh, very close. I think in terms of like, we did everything together I don't want to say clicky because we weren't clicky, but it was just like everything we did was together. Yeah. And it was, it was more of, it was more of like a brother relationship. I would say if, yeah. you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Where it's not like your, your buddies where it's always fluffy duffy and we're all, you know, ho, ho, like all the time, but it's more like a deeper, like your brothers type thing. Yeah. So it was, it was fun in that way because, you know, I we spent so much time together. It was it was fun while while we had it going. I mean, that's that's the best that's the best part about college, right? It's like you can't you can't create it anywhere else. Wherever you play, you know, you you have your good times, you have your bad times, but you have your good times everywhere. And no matter what league you're playing in, Bantams, you know, high school juniors college junior major junior pro whatever it is but there's there's just something about college like you can't create that same that same that same thing you've created with your with your classmates or the guys you went through it with um mm -hmm. which is what makes it special but uh Izzy, i just want to ask you were you and i feel bad asking this but i think you're on the uh I think you're on that team in Philadelphia when you beat us with 0.6 seconds left. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Justin Hall, <laughs> yeah. Justin Hall scored, Justin Hall scored that goal with, what was it? 0.6 seconds 0 .3, left. It was 0.3. Okay. So I, I don't, I don't want to bring up this game cause I, I already know it and I know you know it. So there's no need to fucking bring it up, but okay. I do want to bring up Justin Hall. I think it was his first goal all season. And then after this, Justin Hall goes on to being like Austin Matthews, you know, line mate. And then, or like he, he goes on to like playing this NHL career. That's just unbelievable. And he scored one. That was his first goal all year. So like, how does a guy like that in college who I don't think was like, as prolific as he is now, 
make it to the NHL and play so many games and play on these good teams from just having scored one goal in college. And it's really fascinating to me because, you know, all of us guys are like guys who didn't score 20 goals in college. We scored, you know, I mean, talking about myself, two goals a year, or like Izzy said, you know, four goals a year is his mate is, you know, like, how does this guy do that? Yeah. So first of all, you got, this guy is one of the funniest guys ever. So when it comes to character and just being like a great teammate, he's uh, he's definitely up there. Um, the second thing, yeah. So he he had an interesting career at Minnesota where he comes in after being drafted in the second round. So which is you know you're a pretty highly touted player. He comes pretty in, good. I think he plays like a pretty good amount his sophomore or freshman year. And then kind of sophomore year, it cools down. Junior year, they put him at forward, and he's a defenseman. Comes back his senior year, plays unbelievable, just a very solid, good defenseman. He ends up going and playing in the coast for a year, signs with the Toronto Marlies, and then just each year he went from the coast to the A – to the NHL and then like scored I think in his first like three games in the NHL or something just crazy and ended up just sticking there like glue like un- <laughs> yeah. unbelievable story you would never have expected that from starting in the coast so I, I, I remember him in high school and he was uh I mean he was a phenom he, he was a Minnetonka boy wasn't he yeah yeah he was a I mean he was a stud and not saying that he wasn't at the ghosts. It just seemed like his trajectory changed a little bit, right? Like mm-hmm. in high school, he was this high powered, you know, phenomenal D man. And he was still that phenomenal D man. He just wasn't very um, yeah. offensive as he was in his previous years. I, I like that story. That's a good story. Yeah, no, it, it's amazing. Right. And, and sometimes, yeah. I mean, as you guys know, sometimes there's a, uh, people who just aren't very good at recognizing talent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn those people. Think God of think them. of all think of all the people that could have had that story and they just didn't come and get us, you know, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. For them. They didn't they didn't go out and get them. It could have yeah. been us. You know, look <laughs> at us. <laughs> now we're has beens. Now we're has Now we're doing real life stuff. Yeah. No, but here's a here's a little I'll make a confession. Um, I thought when when Izzy mentioned Boyder, for some reason I thought that was Justin Hall. So I was like, oh, Boyder, like, how is this? But then I realized, no, that's Justin Hall, like, while I'm talking. So I had to, like, change. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you were good <laughs> friends with Boyder. <laughs> like, I was going to mention yeah. that right away. But, yeah, that was that was my mishap back there. If you guys remember that, but um, that's all right. I don't think anyone tough. will notice. So. Yeah, I, I appreciate you being honest. I yeah. had to be honest. I had to be honest. That's that's honest what happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> honest Abe Gage Ospels. But uh, Izzy, our tradition on here is asking college hockey players where their favorite place was to play on the road 
Um, and it could be for any reason. It could be for the fans, the game, or, you know, whenever you'd go here, you would go to a certain restaurant or do a certain thing after the series ended. It could be anything. Hmm. The question is, what's your favorite away spot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and kind of why. Um, I'm going to say the what comes to mind is for some reason, because I haven't put too much thought into this, but what popped up into my mind is uh, playing at St. Cloud for some reason. Really? On the road. Yeah. I don't know why. There's something about like, that barn is like very steep and stacked and it feels it's so loud and it's it just feels like everyone's kind of on you loud i, lo- I like, like that choice. i, I love that i think that's the first thing loud i think that's the first thing loud that's where i scored my first goal so i love that i, I, I love that. that call too that that place gets fucking rocking so yeah, brook center it's like one of those like rinks where it's like almost considered a nice rink. Like it's just like right below it. Yeah. It's like this place is kind of sick, but it's not that nice. The away locker rooms. <laughs> <and picture>. oh, <laughs> yeah. Like the locker rooms, a, a shit show. Like you, you have no place to play sewer ball before the game. <laughs> like there's nowhere to do like really anything, but then you walk on the ice and just there's people standing on top of you. And yeah. All the fucking boards and glass are just concrete. Like that's where I blew one of my shoulders out. Oh no! You know, like you're you're playing in all these rinks, and half of them, like the the boards, like you run into them, they'll give. Like when you're playing yeah. in Saint Cloud, and you hit them, it's just like. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. It's nails though. It's nails in there though. You got to be nails to survive at that rank. (laughs) I feel like St. Cloud's team is never nails. They're just these, at least recently, they're these small, skilled, fast guys now on that big sheet. That's true. European guys, yeah, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, it's messed up. No one likes them anyways. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I do want to take that back. I do like St. Cloud guys, whatever. They're they're great guys. They find their players wherever. They can't get the Minnesota guys. Neither can North Dakota. It's okay. They want to be Gophers. Go ahead. You know, play play for the Gophers. <laughs> it's okay. That's what Izzy did. <laughs> no, I'm a has been. Um. So I guess Izzy, after after college, like, did you have? I know you played, you know, you played a few years pro. You played in Colorado, um, Wichita, and then you eventually went overseas. You know, do you have any, do you have any, you know, memorable moments from pro hockey that um, you think people should hear about? Or, you know, was it just, you know, I played pro hockey and, uh, you know, I retired and now I'm here on the has Yeah. I mean, no, I, I enjoyed every moment of playing pro hockey, even mm-hmm. if it was in the East Coast League where it's, you know, you're sometimes questioning your life, like, what am I doing <laughs> here? 
Um, but you're also having a great time. You're playing hockey, enjoying that. You're hanging out with a lot of goons. It's a it's a fun time. And then uh, go over to Europe. And again, you're kind of living in adventure. You're like, I'm playing hockey. I get to skate every day for like a couple hours. And then I get to go, whether I was in France, going to hang out in the mountains or making trips down to Spain on the weekend, like just kind of living this dream life. So great time doing that. But I will have to say, if I had to give, share any story or kind of like thing that I thought was the most fun is I finished my career playing in Australia. And really, yeah, that's sick. And, uh, Never how had. The fuck did you, how the fuck did you come across this? How did you get this? Where was this, old? I have no idea. This? I I tell every guy who's towards the tail end of your career, go play in Australia. It's for like four. It's for like four months, and you. So I lived in in Melbourne, which is like obviously an amazing city. We practiced twice a week. The practices were an hour long. And then we played two games on the weekends. And we got to go to, like, every major city in Australia. Other than that, I was going to the beach, uh, you know, going to these, like, really good music festivals. Like, it was – it was. I had the best time of my life there. So – What the fuck? Yeah, That's if long- I had to – I'm going to have to apply next week. <laughs> that sounds Honestly. incredible. Two practices a week. Sign me up. And Sign an hour. And an uh, hour. So, like, by the time you're done with warm-ups, you're, you're already done or you're, <laughs> you're working on the power play. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what the fuck did I miss out on? Yeah. It, it was incredible. And so, and how they do it, too. So, they're – because they're in the Southern Hemisphere, their winters are the opposite of ours. So there's a lot of guys who play in Europe. The season's a little bit shorter. And then they'll just go play in Australia. It starts in, like, April, May. And then it ends in July, end of July. And then they just float right into their next season. And that's, like, their training camp, basically. That's so and that's, smart. And that's how they get guys to come down. And I happen to – get wind of it and uh went and it was probably the greatest time of my life so what did you did you buzz the australian coaches and it was like hey you got a spot for me or you have somebody working for you so oddly enough a guy from minnesota who didn't uh he might i think he played d3 a little bit his dad uh his dad and mom were from australia they lived in minnesota and so he got his Australian – he had his Australian citizenship, went down and played there after college and just lived down there. They called me up. They're like, hey, would you ever want to come down and, you know, play for this team? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't really know what this is. I've never heard of too many guys doing this. <laughs> but uh, I finally was like, fuck it, let's do it. Got a 19-hour flight down like a, a week later and started up. And I, like I said, um, 
great, great time down there. That's unreal. For all you hockey players, if you're playing in Europe and you're or in the coast or anything, and you're thinking about ending it, contact me. I'll get you down there. They gotta I get down own, there. I won't charge a huge fee. Contracts aren't too big down there, but we'll make sure you have a good time. <laughs> That's they unreal. gotta get. They gotta get down there, man. Honestly, so much fun. How many? How many team? How many teams are in that league? Like. Is it just like an eight-team league? I think there's like ten. Let's see here. I'm gonna look this up real quick. I'm gonna pull like a a Jamie on Joe Rogan. <laughs> I just can't believe I can't believe that's an option. And I would, you know, I I didn't even. This is one of my not regrets, but something that I wish I would have dug into a little mine's, more was going over yeah. and looking at those different options. Like For Europe sure. sounds incredible to me. But Australia, I mean, besides the fucking critters and the snakes down there, I'm all about that. Yeah, and the people down there are, are like, so much fun and saying it was, yeah, you, you, it's a blast. Oh. So there's there's six teams in the league right now. Oh, I love that. That's so it's sick. tight. It's, it's literally like a, it's a summer league. It's, it's How's so the hockey? It's How's you don't have to, you don't good? have to work out you don't have to work out you don't have to work out yeah. in the summers. I yeah. wish I would have known that was a thing. I would have flown down there yeah. every year. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so the league, I would say, yeah. Let me see here. So the league, they they'll get probably like three to four kind of uh, guys that maybe play in like the French league, like I played in, or like. England or kind of like those, I'd say, you know, not, not your Sweden's leagues in in Europe. And so three or four of those guys like decently, like first line or two is pretty good. And then there's usually like one or two, you know, two or three, maybe like Australian guys that were pretty skilled, but obviously, you know, not like super high level. And then, (laughs) And then it goes, and then it was, you know, it got a little low for that. But it was fun. It was fun. That's what it's about. That's unreal. That's a sweet story. Oh, God. I want to get there so bad. I'm thinking, like, you guys would have thrived down there. I can tell. Like, should I start start skating, like, come January to try to make one one of these teams? (laughs) So, was it winter down there at that time, or was it nice? So it was technically winter. So in in Melbourne, it's like one of the only kind of places where they get somewhat of a winter season, but it's like it's just a little cloudier, a little bit colder. Okay. Nothing like nothing like actual winter. Yeah. Um but yeah, we were going like I did I did a trip to New Zealand. We went up to the Great Barrier Reef. Um, the coach was like, yeah, if you guys want to go down like a day or two early and then stay a day or two after, you just got to make sure you're back for Tuesday night practice. And you're obviously there at Thursday night practice. So sometimes we would fly out to these different places and then like go to like vineyard tours, go on the beach. Like, I guess let me, let me show you. Stop. That's it. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That's it. We get it. We fucking get it. 
Let me let me just share my first my first weekend <laughs> of games there. Okay. So I show up, I get there on let's just say a Sunday. We have uh our first two practices, um, Tuesday night, Thursday night. We're in Melbourne. Our first weekend is in Perth. So that's all the way across western side of Australia, right? We fly out on a Friday night with the team. They, you know, pay for everything like that. Everything's all covered. And the team stays. We stay on basically on the beach in like these cabins that house like four people per cabin. And, you know, you'll have one room that's got a a nicer queen bed and then like a room with like a couple bunk beds type thing. So the whole team staying at these things. We wake up Saturday morning, the coach, trainer, and like a logistics guy, they make us breakfast on the Barbie. So <laughs> we're making eggs, bacon, like having this great breakfast with the team. I'm like, holy shit, this is cool, you know, like looking around. And then they're like, all right, everyone, we're going to the beach. So then we go to this beach, beautiful day spend the whole day just laying on the beach, you know, throwing a football, jumping in the water. Finally, it gets to like two o'clock. We have a nice pregame meal. Some guys kind of hang out. You're just chilling out like in the sun, hanging out, enjoying life. Go to the rink, play a game. Simple as that. (laughs) Ho-hum. Ho-hum. Yeah. And then do the same thing the next day. That's fucking incredible. Unbelievable. That is a joke. Oh, I love, that, is so sick. that is that is like the biggest missed opportunity I have ever heard of in my life. Being <laughs> yeah. able to do that and not doing it. Oh my gosh. And the guys were the guys were so cool. So think about your what people think of Australians, right? Like kind of like these kind of partiers and just love life and so that's them to a T and then you add on those people and then also add on being hockey players. You're like, these guys are legendary. I would like, have never these are like the coolest Australians you could ever have. <laughs> yeah. I would have never left. I would have never left. <laughs> no, I, no. That would have been my life the rest of my life. <laughs> An Australian hockey I, player. <laughs> I tried not to. Um, I couldn't get my visa. I couldn't that, get another visa. That is awesome. What a great story. What a great way to end such a long career. That's awesome. Yeah. So. What a great way to end such a long episode as well. Jesus Christ. We've been going for two hours. <laughs> I, all of a sudden, I, I looked up at the fun stuff, and we're an hour and ten minutes in, and we haven't even started talking about hockey yet. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and when we, me and Gage were like, Oh yeah, I think we can go through this in like a pretty short amount of time. Like, <laughs> never. Happens. No, I, it was funny. I was funny. I texted. I was talking to Izzy. I'm like, okay, so like, how long do you want to? How long do you want to be on it? Like, we could just have you on for like the hockey portion. It'll be like 20, 30 minutes, or you could be on for the whole thing. And he's like, oh, I think. I, I mean, I think I can do the whole thing. Like, this be an hour and fifteen minutes long. I'm like, yeah, for sure, yeah. 100%. No. <laughs> Never. You just can't stop going. You, go, you, you just go got down. so much shit to talk about. 
you go down so many tangents and all of a sudden we're talking about Australian hockey and it's like, how do you not talk about that? That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Izzy, that was, uh, I mean, unbelievable stuff from the Australian hockey league. I, I just can't, I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight knowing that I missed out on that. Um, I'm kind of rattled. I know all's kind of is just hearing those stories thinking like maybe there was a chance we could have done that. Uh, but that's unbelievable stuff. Thanks for coming on, man. Especially during Gophers Nodak week. Um, just unbelievable stuff. Excited for the weekend. Thanks for coming on. We'll see you all next week. Izzy, thanks again. Love the mini Or just for you guys. Thanks for having me. That was fun. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, brother. Nice to meet you. You too. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week.